Welcome to Brain Talks. We forgot to do an intro, so in this episode, we talk about our fears and anxieties in collaboration with another amazing youth mental health organization, Aspire Mental Health. This episode is hosted by Trisha and Genesis from the communications team, and thanks for listening. Fear is an emotional reaction um, triggered by what is perceived as a danger. So um, it's usually an unpleasant feeling. I know fears are um, kind of triggered by those types of like unpleasant feelings or emotions that we get from a certain stimuli. Um, Does anyone feel comfortable sharing like some of their phobias or kind of things that they encounter? One of my main fears is definitely spiders. I cannot, um, I don't care if it's small. I don't care if it's a long leg. I just cannot, absolutely cannot do spiders. Um, And I also have a huge fear of just like a big body of water. So if I can't see the bottom, I'm not going in. And if I can't see land, I'm not going on. So water and (laughs) spiders are my main biggest phobias. Mine, oh my God. So one of them, it's the fear of small circles. So when there's like a bunch of small circles, I'm like, oh my God, get that away from me. So you know, like how you have like a sink and then you put like a drain thing in it and it has a bunch of small circles. I literally close my eyes when I turn on the sink and I'm like, oh my god, just get it away from me. The dark. The dark? Ugh, horrible. Me too, 100%. Like, I can't be in like a dark, like, even when I sleep, mm-hmm. I always have to have like my windows open. Yeah. Like, have like the, my yeah. door patch with the hallway light on. I literally can't. Like, it's been like a. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I mm-hmm. used to be like this, like, really big, like, horror film ghost sort of thing. Like, you know, when you mm-hmm. look up, like, videos on YouTube, <laughs> one of the scariest things, um, whatever. And I kind of just like. And also, one other thing that does scare me is like sleep. Is it sleep paralysis? That's like my biggest fear. Like, I've, mm-hmm. I've, it's happened to me like one time mm-hmm. where I like, and like, just being able to be like stuck and not be able to do anything. I, I literally can't. That's, like, terrifies Oh, claustrophobia. Yeah. That's the one I was trying to, like, get. Yeah. Like, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, you know, there's always has to be, like, I have to see, like, outside. There has to be Me light. Too. I have to be able to breathe. Or is, I, I can't. I'm, oh, no, I can't do literally, that. Literally, I'm, I'm, like, so short. So anytime I go to, like, I love concerts and, like, big cities and all that short. So I tend to always be, like, in the middle. And I literally have a full-on panic attack i'm like oh my god where am i like i'm in yeah. like i'm surrounded by like all these people they're like so tall and all that stuff how am i supposed to get out i'm like oh okay that's that's fun and also when <laughs> people have to sit in the back seat of a car i'm like no i have to sit on the side with yeah. the window open mm-hmm. airplanes anything i just I I'm not as much claustrophobic, really. Like, I love exploring caves and all those great things. Spiders, I've gotten better at it. If they're in the corner of my room, I'll let them be. But if they're, like, hanging from the ceiling, no. You just have your death warrant. Fear of failure. I mean, if we're on the topic of, like, fears of, like, failure and stuff like that, like, you know when you have, like, social anxiety and, like, not being able to, like, talk to people, like, a fear to, like, being in a fluid of yourself and stuff like that? Like, I thought I knew the under- like the difference between the two, but I really don't. Like, that's a, so, like, I guess they do, like, correlate with one another. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, I'm going to let you guys talk about this because I really don't know anything about this either. Um, one of my fears is underprepared. Um, you know, I always like to be prepared. I'm a very, like, future, futurist person. Like, I like thinking ahead. A lot of my friends judge me for that. They're like, why don't you just live in the moment? 
I'm like, no, I need to know like an hour ahead of time. I need to know like a month or a year. Like I have to know ahead of time of what I'm doing. And if I don't, I'm like, oh my God. So I always get like worried. Bugs, not so much. I mean, I'm just like, you know, I just like kind of just kill it in the moment. Okay, on the topic of bugs, I have a story. So me and my friend, we were having a sleepover. In the corner of my room, there was this big cockroach. And it was just jumping up and down. And I was like, oh my god, not today. So I got my shoe, and I just hit it. Like, not hit it, like I threw it, and I kept missing. And it would not die. And I was like, so freaked out. And then today, so I have a deck, right? So there was a huge spider web connected by like one of the things that hold up the deck to like a chair and they're pretty far apart and it was so long and i saw it like reflecting on the sun and i was like oh my god i was about to walk into it so i just beat it the other way i was like oh my god that just like confirmed kudos to you for trying to even kill it because i would be absolutely terrified and i wouldn't want to even see what is gonna it's gonna look like after you squish it um but I guess, yeah, going around, my one of my fears is definitely insects as well. There was, like, a bee that flew into my living room, like, the other day, and I was so terrified. Um, yeah, I, I was not going to go down there until I knew for sure it was out of there. Um, but, yeah, I do have a lot of fears of insects insects i don't like those um and i know a lot of you guys also or some of you guys have talked about like fear of failure or like fear of like unpreparedness um and i feel like at times i've definitely had those fears uh, but growing up it's kind of like you're in a situation where you can't you just can't control those things so it's kind of they're put onto you uh, so i feel like a lot of those fears i've kind of just like gone used to it uh, or gone over it um, but definitely some stuff that I've gone through and can understand like what um, those may feel. Another fear is a fear of like being alone. I feel like that's just so scary at times. Like when I feel by myself, I just want to be surrounded by, by people. And I'm like, I just don't know who to be surrounded by. And that just makes me feel like even more alone because I feel like it's scary when like people don't understand you and it's very hard especially at this age right now to find people who do understand you so I guess I hope I learn to not be that afraid of being alone and I know <laughs> like how to enjoy like my own company and not necessarily you know always need someone to like rely on for like a good yeah. time I've definitely like have had that fear before too like of being alone and um yeah I guess the best way to like overcome that is like finding the best parts of you and what you love the most about yourself and then once you find contentment with yourself it's like you're not really looking for fulfillment from other people but you're kind of just fulfilled um by yourself yeah um I want to like a little story I'm not like story on that but like I, I completely agree with what you're saying like um I'm kind of like the opposite like I kind of like being by myself sometimes like I like to have like <laughs> like most of you guys know like you guys have we have like group chats and like stuff like that and like I don't really like talk that much just because I'm just like <laughs> I just like to be by myself sometimes um but I feel like it's very important to, like, understand the difference between being alone 
and being lonely um because like being lonely is like a very like negative thing to like experience and stuff like that and like you just have to like understand that like just because you're like alone like by yourself doesn't mean that like you're you're just like happy with yourself and like learning to like entertain yourself doing stuff and like finding joy in that instead of finding joy in other people it's like really important just for like yourself like esteem and like just for how you like treat other people as well um with everything and stuff like that yeah definitely um especially like working in brainwave like after a couple meetings i'm like okay we're done here i don't want to be here anymore like you know you need everyone's like social battery runs out and yeah, i definitely agree with what you're saying Brian. and also i wanted to like go back to the bug thing and then make another connection to another fear which is like um, you know, like, when you kill a bug and then it, like, goes away and you can't find it? Like, I kill a bug and then it's, like, missing. And I'm like, where did it go? Because um, now I'm scared. Cause is it dead? Is it not dead? And that made me think of how I also have, like, a fear of the unknown. And, like, I always need to, like, know what to expect. And I, I need to plan ahead. Like, I think Jaden was talking about that. I need to know what I'm going to experience, like, before it happens. And if I don't, then... I just really don't want to do it at all. And then I feel like that like holds me back from doing things sometimes. Like if it's not organized and planned out and I know exactly what I'm getting into, then I'm just like not doing it. So yeah, that was my little connection. <laughs> I relate to that too since I like plan everything that I have to do in like a planner. I have it all like written down like in a neat tiny little organizer that I keep beside me. So sometimes when people text me and they're like hey can we hang out today i'm like i have things like planned today because like i like to keep it organized like i need to know like at least a couple days before if something happens so i always ask like not really i already have things and i like it makes me like feel bad because like um i know a lot of people like to have fun like spontaneously is like the best type of fun when you like not when you don't expect it but most of the time like i have everything like planned out so perfectly that i don't like allow myself to like have time for that um another one of my fears is like flying like steam things like these blobs i don't know what they're called but i work at starbucks so there was this one day last summer where i was in the drive through window and we had a wasp nest like hanging close to the window so a wasp flew into the cafe through the drive through window and it made me like question why i work there like at all but um, a really sweet person like in the cafe, they got their cup and the lid and they like caught the wasp and they are like my biggest lifesaver ever. But yeah, that's Oh my it's gosh. Really? Oh. Go for it. Okay, it's really, um, what you said before the um, stinging and the bees, it's really interesting to hear that perspective where you have to um, plan everything out because I'm the complete opposite. I love doing stuff spontaneously, and when I plan <laughs> something out, I get so stressed out that, like, oh my god, did I miss, because when I plan stuff out, it's when I have a lot going on, and I get stressed, like, did I miss this, like, did I complete it fully, so it's really interested hearing that perspective, because I never thought of, like, like, I never, like, understand it, is understood, understood um, how 
people like just plan things and it was nice to hear like your guys perspective because that like really makes sense and I'm trying to do that like trying to plan stuff it's just I get so stressed out (laughs) (laughs) see like it's really interesting because like I'm the combination of both like I love planning stuff especially like being a director like that's like the best job for me I love making like lesson plans or like having other people like give me their feedback and stuff like that I love that side but also Mm -hmm. the second part of me is like I'm always scared of, like, not having enough time to, like, do fun things for myself. Like, yes. I'm always, like, I'm always have to be, like, I'm a perfectionist. So it's like, oh, my gosh, I have to be, like, that it girl on TikTok. Like, I have to have, like, eight hours of sleep. I have to have the perfect diet. I have to be, like, have so much fun on the weekends. But I also have to have, like, grades up and stuff like that. And that was one thing that really hit me, like, junior year. Like, after when I got back, like, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I need to get my grades together because if I don't get my grades together, then I won't be, like, get into a really good school and then I won't be, like, the perfect person that like, I have to be and stuff like that. Um, but um, that's – I don't have any suggestions on that because, personally, I have not gotten out of that um, sort of mindset. But I have um, just, like, taken the time to, like, maybe, like, listen to some podcasts like this and stuff like that and just, like, realizing that, like – I'm doing the best I could possibly do, and, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm, like, proud of myself for, like, not, like, overworking myself and mm-hmm. trying not to, like, go crazy, because it's not healthy. Like, it's mm-hmm. the most successful people in life are the ones who, like, understand themselves and understand the one thing they love and the one thing they're good at. They're not, like, renaissance man. They're not, like, great at everything. They're good at what they do, and um, I feel like that's very important. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, they have to tell themselves, like, your best is enough. Like, you don't always have to reach for the impossible. Like, what you're good at, that's amazing. And I feel like a lot of people need to hear that because it's honestly the truth. Like, what you're doing, what you're best at, that's honestly good enough. You know, you don't have to, like, stress stress yourself out so much to be, like, you know, the perfect person and all that stuff because who you are is already perfect enough exactly and you know what it's like it's fun to like not be good at everything like yeah i'm not the best at sports and like my i get a good laugh when i can't shoot a basket Mm -hmm. or like when i fall when i'm like doing stuff and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but like then i get to teach them something else that like i hate and stuff like that so it's like both things it's like fun thing learn to be proud and have fun of things that you don't know because exactly. if you're good at everything, people would, you wouldn't have as much fun. Like, it's like, not, oh my God, not insecurities. Like, um, like imperfections are like good sometimes. So because you get to get to socialize with other people, mm-hmm. you get to learn things and like learning what we're here to do is learn something new every single day. And I feel like if you at least learn one thing, I feel like you should be like just proud enough that you've done that because that's basically what I that's like a really important message especially because like all of us are students in like some way you guys are in college and then we're in high school and then i feel like a really common thing with students is our fear of like failure of like um failing our school or like getting a bad grade sometimes i think it's like it might be more like some people than others but i feel like we always have like that expectation like put in front of us and we're just failed and we're and we fear that like we won't be able to like reach it as much Mm -hmm. and I feel like the education system and like 
kind of expects us to just be good at everything because like when you're in high school you're kind of taking subjects in like a lot of different areas rather than you know after you graduate you focus on something that you love and um, so it's like it's not necessarily something that I would blame ourselves for feeling the need or the urge to kind of be up to par be best at everything that is taught in school but um, it's definitely hard to kind of get rid of that mindset and understand that um, being good at whatever makes you happy is good enough. And I feel like that's also kind of uh, one of the meanings of life is uh, trying to figure out and learn more about who you are and what um, you love and you're most passionate about and then working towards like sharing that with others. Um, like you said, like um, like teaching other people, like tips and what uh, you want to share with them, and then learning from others as well. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so just stop texting in that jail for a second. Um, so I was gonna go off of what um, Karim was talking about about how she's a director. Obviously, I'm the founder, so I manage everything. I manage our programs and all our directors and everyone here, basically. Um, and, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot because, you know, Brainwave counsel me to always be there for every meeting, but, you know, I physically can't because I want to have a fun life. And, you know, I, I, like Christina, I have those days that are planned for my fun days. So if I'm going to meet with my friends and meet my friends, I'm sorry, I'm not going to come to the meeting. And, you know, then people look at me like, well, he's a founder, but he's not even here. Like, I decided not to go out to dinner with my friends and come here instead because I know that there was back-to-back meetings. You know, and that was a sacrifice that I have to make sometimes. Um, but, you know, I'll see them next week, so it's totally fine. Um, but it's always those fears of, like, just being judged in different ways, in different ways that we are thinking as Disney things. And, um, you know, just being judged from my friends. And you're like, oh, you're so busy with Brainwave. Or, brain, like, Brainwave people saying, oh, you're so busy with your friends. You know, I try to make the balance of both switching worlds. It's one of my fears of being judged because, you know people probably don't think I'm balancing my life well enough. I'm trying. I think we're all trying to balance our life between school, our internships, and, you know, just everything in life. And, you know, it gets a lot. But I'm going to steer the, the, the conversation, if that's okay, um, towards a question that I want to d- dive into. So a question is, like, what are some emotions that we feel when our fears are in front of us? So, you know, we were talking about how our, our insects and things like that. So what are some emotions that we feel that are taking an impact on us um, in that moment? And what do we do? That's where I want to start moving towards. Well, I don't know about emotions, but I feel like everyone, whenever they have a fear or something, like, they always, like, the first thing they do is, like, attack themselves, which I find that is very, like, cool and stuff like that. Because, like, we're all that we've got. And, like, just because um your fears you're like scared of something and then you just like completely like assume oh my god why are you feeling that way like saying to yourself oh my gosh why are you feeling that way that's so wrong that's so weird why are you doing that at least that's what i think um to myself um whenever i like have a fear of stuff like that and um it's very like draining to think because like one bad thing like going back from the topic of like social anxiety like you someone you could just like look at someone and then like be like oh my gosh I looked at them for too long and then that thing that thought can be like with you for like the rest of your night and then you're just like constantly like attacking yourself and stuff like that so I don't know what emotion that is but I feel like it's very dangerous and I it's it's good to like 
um, acknowledge the fact that, like, stop attacking yourself. This is not your fault. It's just how you work. And it's just, like, <laughs> yeah. Another thing is, I don't know. Um, I personally haven't heard a lot of people, like, talk about what I'm about to say. But, like, when I'm presented with a fear, I act really quickly and I don't think about what I'm doing. And after I'm done with the fear, I kind of regret maybe, like, how I handled it. I'm like, wait, why couldn't I handle it? Like, why couldn't I handle it differently? Like, why did I have to act that way? And I hate when I say act that way, you know? It's like, it's so quick when you're presented with a fear. You don't know, like what you're doing you just want to get away from that fear and afterwards you obviously you think about it and then you think about how you handled it and then personally me I'm always like I should have handled it differently and in that way like what Corinne was saying it's like I'm attacking myself I'm not satisfied with how how I handled it and I feel like that's another thing that needs to be talked about because the way you handled it is also okay like everyone handles everything differently and I feel like that's also a form of like you know attacking yourself because you handle your fear, I guess, not how you want it in that moment. You took the words right out of my mouth. (laughs) A lot of the times, it's, like, also, like, internal, like, panic. Like, you may think that what you did was wrong or, like, weird in a situation, but other people don't perceive it that way because I feel like, especially, like, in a friend group, maybe, like, you regret what you did, something, like, after, or you were... The same thing, Corinne, I think you're talking about, like, sports. Like, I'm not good at sports either, and we'll have days, like, especially now that it's summer, it's, like, um, everyone's going to go play a sport outside or something, and it's, like, you're in a huge group, and if you don't feel comfortable doing that necessarily, I think you, you, you get scared of that, and then the panic sets in, and then especially, like, you go home and you think about, oh, shoot, this is something that happened, and I didn't really like how I reacted or acted yeah. in a certain way, but maybe another person, like, didn't see it that way, because I think everyone different everyone has a lot going on at a certain moment so like you're not really focused on how you dealt with something and then they don't also overanalyze I think I overanalyze a lot and a lot of people Mm -hmm. do that with like how you dealt with something and then you go into this whole like conversation with yourself of like oh I should have done that differently but people don't overanalyze others I don't think as much as you do it to yourself I'm 100 Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say that I think that ties into like, the anxiety that people are constantly like watching you and focused in on you, but you have to keep reminding yourself that like, if, if the situations were flipped, would I really care about what that person was doing? If the situations were flipped, would I be paying attention? Would I, would I even remember it like a week from now? A week from now, and like even myself, will I remember this embarrassing like thing that I think is so terrifying and life-changing? Will I remember it a week from now? That's what I like to tell myself because I also overthink everything, every social situation, every um, embarrassing moment, every single thing. And I feel like the best way that I get over that is, will I care a month from now? And that's how I, you know, keep on. No, yeah, definitely. So this summer I'm working at a camp as a theater activity specialist, working with grades, um, but working with kids ages 3 through 15. And, you know, the first day of orientation, I was like, I don't know anyone here. Oh my God. And like a lot of these people were like, they apply together as friends. So like when they were at orientation, they were all like in groups with their friends because they all apply together. And I'm like, I don't know anyone here. So I was just like, 
awkwardly standing alone but then i started like talking to people like here and there because they were also alone and i was just like oh my god and it was just it was an uncomfortable situation because i'm not used to those uncomfortable situations because i haven't been in them since like middle school like very early early middle school and i was just like oh my god but like i'm like i remember i'm like i should just be myself like all these counselors i have to work with them anyway like you know they're gonna be coming to take their kids to theater and you know they're gonna have to work with me and participate in theater as well so you know just be myself and you know after the orientation was over and stuff and the second one came around the following week you know people were like oh my god hi you know just making conversation and you know it's nothing to be like too nervous and too like too frightful about you know i always say just be yourself and be who you are um and if people judge, people judge, who cares? It's not their life, it's yours. Um, and that was like just a fear that I had in the moment. And just like, I was just like, you know, let me just be myself and just talk to people, you know? Um, you know, if people don't want to talk, then I'm, people don't want to talk. I'm not going to force them to talk, you know? And that's just like how I just act in the moment. Just like, let it, let it fly loose, you know? Yeah, I can't stress that enough because like, um, so, like, I go to an all-girls Catholic school in the city, <laughs> so, um, I, like, where I went to elementary school, middle school, I, like, it was a very small school, and it was, like, outside of the city, um, so when I went to high school, it was, like, a completely different story, like, be, like, I was coming in from a place where I, like, knew no one now, <laughs> and, uh, and most of the people didn't know each other and things like that, and, you know, like, freshman year, you're, like, oh my god you're already like nervous enough and you still like don't know anyone so um it took like a lot to like finally like realize that like most people are just like like how um said i was saying before most people are like more concerned about like themselves um instead of judging others and stuff like that even like just like i go to an all-girls school and they're like the most like judgmental people per se i guess um but um, people really aren't. Like, as long as you, like, just, like, um, if you just, like, feel like, just, like, want to have, like, fun and stuff like that's, like, such a bad way to put it. But, like, if you just, like, think about it, like, people just, like, want to make good memories and stuff like that. Like, that's basically what it comes down to, especially, like, teenagers and stuff like that. And I felt like, um, and also just, like, when I went to, like, senior prom as a junior that was also another stressful situation and i was like updating those and i was like oh my god these kids are older than me and stuff like that like oh my god they're gonna think i'm so weird and things like but they're really not and it's like um just like if you have like if you, you like people can like fear like well i i have this thing where like i'm constantly worried about like leaving someone out and stuff like that like it's kind of the opposite like no i feel like i'm gonna like I'm judging the other person or something like that. Like, when I'm walking down the street, I, like, smile at them because I don't want them to feel like I hate them and stuff like that or something like that. And it's, like, just... I don't know what point I was trying to make, but just, like, if you have enough confidence in yourself, I know it's, like, a hard thing to, like... It's easy to say, but it's hard to do. But, like, if you just have enough confidence in yourself and if you just, like, love yourself and stuff like that, um, people can, like, sense that and they're, like... Oh, but they're not, but, like, I say that, but they're, they're not going to judge you if you're, like, <laughs> not confident in yourself, but, like, um, yeah, I felt like it was just, like, just, like, don't care about, like, what other people do, and then, like, everything else will come easier over time and stuff like that. Yeah, I've always thought that, like, 
yourself is your biggest critic so like you're always just like judging yourself the most and you always have or feel like you have this pressure from other people or you feel judgment but in reality it's like people people are living their own lives they're not hyper focusing on you or like this tiny little thing that you did that you thought was like the biggest thing um but in reality like you're criticizing like in reality it's just like yourself that you're criticizing the most um but i think like um a way to kind of turn it more into a positive thing is um i guess it's not necessarily a bad thing that we're kind of thinking about it um after we had or we're in a situation because that's what helps us grow is after we've experienced something or while we're experiencing something um thinking about what happened and what we did and whether or not it was something we like if we can figure out you know how we can make ourselves feel better next time or like uh feel more comfortable in a situation is i guess one of the best ways to grow i'm gonna steal the conversation one more time um the final time actually and um, most importantly is facing our fear. So have you ever faced a fear or thought about facing a fear? And if so, how did you do so? Um, I guess I will begin um, since I'm, I'm muted already. Um, but um, I was a very introvert when I started school, like in my school district, I started school in my school district in the fourth grade. And um, I did not like talking in the classroom or like talking to other people. I was just like, I like my group of friends and my group of friends only. If you approach me, I would be like, mm. you know, I would curl up. I'd be like, I don't know you. So, you know, I definitely think like that was like a fear of mine, just like public speaking and just like, you know, just like talking to people I didn't know. Um, and like, look at me now. I always think about it because like now I'm just like, well, I'm talking to all of you, and I don't really know you like that. Maybe Senna and Corinne, Christina, obviously, but, you know, I, I don't know all of you like that because I haven't got to know you that much. And, you know, it's just so big how I've grown with just, like, having brainwave, you know, and, you know, having the opportunity to start something where other high school teenagers are interested in, you know, and interested in, you know, things like that. And, I, you know, I want to help other students who probably are struggling with public speaking. I still struggle with public speaking to this day. I'm gonna be totally honest, it still, it still gets the best of me sometimes. Um, but I've definitely grown in just like, you know, in my classrooms and just like, you know, they're like, Jaden, you're up. And I'm like, because mm, my teacher, I saw him just earlier today, he was like, you know, I remember when you first started, you know, the school year with me, you did not like presenting and now you're always dancing in my classroom. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna miss you. You know, so it's just like so good to, to see how I've grown and just like, you know, face the fears of just like you know being judged in like many multiple different ways and social ways you know presenting or putting myself out there you know i do theater and theater is just one of those things where you are putting yourself out there and um just because of how much i've done in theater i'm now the president and it feels so good it feels so good to be recognized and um i'm glad that i face my fears i'll tell you that and i feel like more people should face their fears because at the end of the day you're doing it for yourself you're not doing it for other people and it just makes you grow as a person um because i've known i just know that when i face my fears i've grown as a person and i'm so glad to be where i'm at i feel like the best way is what jada said face your you know face your fears but i feel like a lot of people sometimes they don't face their fears i feel like maybe it's like scary or they feel like there's a lot of consequences i guess or like a negative 
effect if you do sometimes because they're like scared I know that's like how it is for me so I remember like my friend group um this was like when was this it was like in the middle of high school right so like I'm about to be a senior after summer so it's like it doesn't matter when it was but it was in high school and I had this like friend group right and I was obviously more close with um you know one or two of the girls rather than the other people and I guess Um, I remember one of them, she was really mean, really toxic, and I know she was rude and all that stuff, and it was my fear of, like, losing, I guess, a friend, because I didn't want to, like, like, I didn't want to have no friends, does that make sense? Like, I wanted to have a lot of friends, and I didn't care if she was mean or whatever like that, and it was a fear of mine, because I didn't want to lose friends, so I feel like with that, I'd ever... I didn't face it until I just got, like, you know, fed up with it. I faced it when, like, there were so many consequences where it was, like, unbearable. And I was like, okay, I'm done. Like, this is going to be, like, over, you know? And I feel like a lot of people, they don't face their fear unless they've felt, like, all the negative consequences and all that stuff. And then after they've experienced all that stuff, then they're like, okay, I'm going to face it now. And I feel like a lot of people including myself we need to like know that it's better to just face your fear then rather than experience all the negativity that's followed with it just like holding it off and I feel like that's um something that should be like I don't I don't understand like how it would be taught I feel like you would just like know it through experience like I guess there's not really like a lesson on how to face your fears but I feel like it's just something that (laughs) needs to be done yeah I 100% agree that like experience does just the way that like sort of um I guess one example with me was just like I was saying before like I was so afraid to like talk with people because I do like stutter sometimes not because I I just like I'm scared to talk I just just like words in my brain just like are completely separate and I just um can't like express it as much as I would like to um but I would say that joining brainwave did help me a mm-hmm. lot like i think like sana and Jaden known me <laughs> since the beginning and like i barely talked and stuff like that like i would sit on my computer and it would take me like an hour to like find like, because i was firstly part of webinar which you have to like email like professionals and stuff like that and i remember overthinking like my email so much like i would literally just like push it over just because I was afraid of like sending the wrong thing same thing with my homework and stuff like that I guess that's where procrastination comes in because you're just like oh my god no I, I feel like if this isn't gonna hurt me so I'm just gonna like even it's just like homework but even though I'm just like gonna push it off and feel like it's gonna get better the next day after and stuff like that um so um yeah that was basically my experience and stuff like oh I completely like that what was I gonna say um and it, like just like with like talk I already went up to that. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I would say for me, when, um, because I do a lot of Mariyuan in debate, the biggest thing for me is public speaking. Um, but previously, before I even got into like, Mariyuan in public debate, I did a lot of theater like Jaden. And I really love theater because it was always very organized and you were all, you, ha- you had to speak. If you do not speak in theater, you're just you're not doing anything like why are you there so it forces you to really come out of your shell and really speak and i like the format of things where we had our community with the um backstage hands we had um the lighting we have the crew we have the director 
and each person served as like a supportive outlet for me during um, the productions I was in and I transferred that when I started Maudie Win um, to the organization aspect and the supportive aspect and just always having to use your voice really helped me overcome that fear of public speaking when I started doing Maudie Win and public speaking debate. Um, but unfortunately, I did have to quit theater because I started liking Maudie Win debate more than theater, but I did start doing backstage. So I'm still part of the theater world, but in a different aspect. Um, so like I'm a psychology major, right? So I've been learning a lot about um, things about fears and stuff. And like there's this procedure, if you guys um, don't really know, that like therapists usually help with like facing fears. But this is like when you're really like really scared of like something that it's like it it it, it makes you unable to live life um, 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 normally, right? So um, so it's like the desensitization and it's kind of close to what um, some of you guys are talking about. It's like, um, like in therapy, obviously it's, you don't like go straight to like, if you're scared of public speaking, you don't go straight to theater, right? Or like, you don't, um, cause that's just gonna like make you really like, it's just overwhelming for like that person who's so scared of what they're doing or what they're scared of. And so, but like um, all of us here, our fears aren't so um, so bad that they don't make us, um, you know, unable to live normally, right? So obviously it's great that you go, like, um, like um, Genesis said, you have like a sphere of public speaking, but you just went straight into like theater. And obviously that's just gonna make you go and talk like, and be more outgoing and stuff like that. And therefore it's gonna help you, you know, realize, oh, this is not scary at all because, you know, I'm talking more and I'm making new friends and it just helps you realize, oh, the thing that I'm scared of is really not scary because it benefits me in some way, right? So that's just basically what it is. And like, um, like most of you guys, like because you guys experience facing your fears, you realize whatever you're scared of is no longer scary because now it's like fun or like it's, I'm making friends out of it or something like that. And that kind of is with me too. I also, Oh, it's gonna call the, the call is gonna end in ten minutes, but um, I'll talk fast. But basically, I also was um, scared of public speaking in high school. So what I did was that I like did a very um, it, it wasn't like the same as talking to like a huge crowd, like forcing myself to like talk in front of random people I don't know. But instead I went to this program where I just like made speeches in front of people like peers and stuff that like, that was like less frightening. And that just made me level up to um, how I am now where I talk to like bigger groups of people and I'm not too scared as before. So yeah, um, next person. So everyone gets something to say. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say what um, fear I faced really quickly and then the last couple people can go. But before we end, I want, like, um, Aspire Mental Health to, like, tell us about the organization and just, like, some last final thoughts. You know, plug your Instagram and all that. But um, so um, quickly, um, a fear that I face, um, I can be very socially anxious. So like, during the sophomore year, during sophomore year, when we were virtual, I just threw myself into a bunch of, like, clubs that would, like, force me to speak. And I also, like force myself to do debate team and I'm like still in it so like that's forcing me to you know talk to people and argue with people and yeah so that's one way I face the last I think three people want to go um I'm also very introverted I'm really shy when I'm like put into a new situation 
but I joined color guard back in ninth grade and we have to like perform um, at school football games so there's like a bunch of people sitting in front of you in bleachers and, do, and they're just like staring at you and so like I got really self-conscious like performing in front of them because they're my classmates they're people that I see in school but then um, as I got um, used to like performing in front of them I realized that they don't really like judge you like how I judged myself when like what how I thought they were judging me they're they're like I start to realize that they're looking at me because like they think what we're doing is cool and um they like like what we're doing and not like the oh this is kind of weird thing so sometimes I tend to overanalyze things like that so it's kind of helped me when um, I'm like in a big crowd to like think like oh they're not like judging me they're like looking at me because they think I'm like really amazing and things like that so like having those words like go through my head makes it easier to like talk in front of people or like perform in front of like big crowds. Um, one of my biggest fears um, has always been like big groups of people. I used to be like one of the biggest like introverts back in like elementary and like junior high and even high school. I was really quiet um, and like even doing something like this would give me so much like anxiety and would make me so anxious um, but I feel like I've grown a lot since then and just like finding and accepting who I am and not feeling like expressing myself is something that I should be ashamed of but more so something that I should be proud of um, but yeah definitely just like putting myself out there and letting myself experience different things and not being so negative towards myself if like I do embarrass myself um, but yeah I guess trying to just uh, find the best parts of myself and uh, not being afraid to share that with others yeah for sure uh, so aspire mental health we focus a lot on bringing or um, spreading positivity uh, through online social media platforms we do uh, posts on how we can um, get through certain situations or how people can deal with certain stuff we also do podcasts as well sharing our own experiences and how we've dealt with things and how we've overcome them to um, help people feel less alone in their experiences um, we also want to try, try to spread more happiness through like our tiktoks they're pretty um, in, informal so uh, we want to spread joy and kind of have build a community of people who uh, shouldn't be afraid to reach out for help if that's something that um, they need uh, so for our uh, Instagram, it's just Aspire Mental Health. That's kind of the platform that we use the most. Um, we do also have a website, um, but it's pretty inactive, but that's that's the best place to reach us is our Instagram. Great, and Twitch and Genesis, if you just want to sign us off really quickly, any final thoughts, comments? Yeah, sure. Um, we thank you all for your time, and we all really enjoyed speaking with you all and hearing your stories and just personal experiences with fear and anxiety. And we thank you all for coming tonight and just speaking with us and spending time with us tonight. And thank you, Aspire Mental Health, for joining us as well. It's really yes, nice thank collaborating. You so thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's really nice. Nice meeting you guys. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that was Brain Talks Live.